Hello and welcome to the conversation. I'm Heil Russell. And I am Gibbon. Hello. And this is kind of a, a bonus emergency episode of the conversation. Uh, it wasn't necessarily in our plans, but I knew when Nintendo would inevitably have their direct that we would eventually do an episode about it, you know, a couple days after the fact. You had more faith than I did. Well, what, that we would do an episode about it? That there'd be a direct. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, I know I'm, I, I kind of slack sometimes with relevant topics, but come on, give me some credit here. No, I, I, it's been a long <laughs> wait. It's been a long wait for this. And well, well, we'll get into the whole drama that goes into a Nintendo Direct these days. I'm over it. I'm sure you're probably over it, but. Oh, yeah, I'm very over it. It's, yeah. I, we, we thought we were going to get one back in June. It never materialized and then was like, oh, well, there's going to be one in September, and that was actually accurate, but... I don't know, leakers, in quotes, were saying, oh, there's going to be direct next week for, like, half a year, so pardon yeah. me for rolling my eyes out of my sockets. Yeah, well, might want to be careful casting those stones, because, you know, we get lumped in with the leakers for talking about uh, in the works Donkey Kong game that people don't believe yeah, in anymore. Yeah, but who the fuck cares what leakers have to say? Yeah, but I'm saying they think we're leakers because we talked about this game, and oh. uh, I'm saying we're getting roped in with the bunch. We're mm. Mm. so mm. we'll address everything <laughs> that was announced that is relevant for DK Vine and the things that weren't announced that everybody is kind of lighting their hair on fire over again. And yes, I am referring to the purported Donkey Kong game that we've discussed off and on on this podcast for three, going on four years. So, yeah, just, well, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's exactly accurate. It wasn't maybe not four years, three years, I don't know, two and a half. The, the leak's going to have its quinceanera soon. <laughs> so... We're going to get to all of that, but before I get into it, want to give a quick plug to our Twitch channel, DK Vine on Twitch. We can be found twitch.tv forward slash DK Vine. We got a couple streams per week usually. It's me and the rest of the gang, rotating bunch of people, DK Vine staffers, and friends of the site throughout the rare fan community we uh we play sea of thieves usually on sundays at 11 a.m eastern 8 a.m pacific 4 p.m bst dk vines stream of thieves which if you think it's just us playing sea of thieves it's usually us talking about nonsense as we play sea of thieves so just think of it as a bonus episode of the conversation just kind of yeah. uh, more freewheeling and less structured and with a pirate game uh, attached to it. Less structured is still being pretty generous of a description. Yeah, usually it devolves into everyone else trying to do cartoon voices to annoy me, and then we end the stream. So <laughs> <laughs> there's also me playing Donkey Kong Universe games very slowly, DK Vine, done slow. Usually stream those on Wednesdays at 1.30 p.m., Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Pacific. It's 6.30 p.m. over in the UK. And still wrapping up Banjo-Kazooie right now. 
but Banjo Kazooie on NSO Plus Expansion Pack, which has been mm-hmm. fun to revisit. And we'll be talking about what's coming from Rare on NSO Plus Expansion Pack later in this episode. So we've also got the Stay Idaho tuned. crew on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And right now they're in the middle of a Banjo-thon themselves. They are playing Banjo-Tooie, the XBLA version. And uh, that's that's interesting because I think that's like Dustin's favorite Banjo game. And I think it might be the entire Idaho crew's favorite Banjo game. I'm not sure. But yeah, they, 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 they're, they're going through the entirety of Banjo-Kazooie minus the mobile games. And I don't think they've decided that they're going to play Banjo-Pilot. Which I feel like would be a huge they keep disservice. Keep going back and forth on it, but I don't think I don't think there's a consensus. I think some of them yeah, want to play yeah. Banjo Pilot, and then some of them are absolutely categorically opposed to Banjo Pilot. I'm just like Banjo Pilot's an essential part of the canon. What are you talking about? <laughs> so anyway, that's that's our Twitch channel. Please subscribe to it. We we have some fun on there on occasion, but. I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. What is a person to do when they've been waiting all summer for news about their favorite Nintendo series, but they instead get a presentation that's mostly dedicated to farming simulations? They well, should broaden their horizons. Well, they could. But if that person is me, he reaches <laughs> for a land shark island-style logger. Not only does it soothe my tired, angry, old-ass 90s kids' bones, but it makes me responsibly drunk. And then I'm in no condition to make content for DK Vine, making me relieved that they didn't announce a Donkey Kong game. I'd call that broadening your horizons. Landshark, island-style logger. If I'm plugging it, Jimmy Buffett must be paying me. And if I'm taking (laughs) Jimmy Buffett's money, you know... I must think it's good. Mm. I'm going to plug my own beer for a second. Now, hold on. Now, hold on. (laughs) The good people at Margaritaville are ponying up dump trucks full of cash, and you're just going to give it away for free? Yeah. I... I, I'm afraid this this might, like, make my sponsorship null and void. Well, okay, so... I have various dietary restrictions. Uh, I can't do gluten at all, so I can't drink that land shark stuff. Unfortunately, as tasty I, as that sounds, I could have some words with uh, Sir Buffett, and, and we could see if they could, <laughs> they could make a you know uh, a more inclusive version. Do a buckwheat variety. <laughs> um, but anyway, I actually have a can of Ghostfish Meteor Shower Blondale from a local brewery up here in the Seattle area. It's uh, gluten-free, made of sweet rice and corn and honeydew melon. Uh, Unfortunately, I can't actually drink it because I'm on a bunch of painkillers at the moment, but there are gluten-free varieties of alcohol out there, everybody. So you're just holding the can? I'm admiring it. I'm looking at it longingly. All right. Like, you're, you're, you're getting intoxicated through osmosis. It's got a cool whale on the, the can. You know, you say Ghostfish, I'm going to pretend it's the Shrouded Ghost from off of Sea of Thieves. I did say it's got a cool whale on the can. Well, I'm uh, going to pretend that it's the <laughs> Shrouded Ghost Megalodon from off of Sea of Thieves. I can, Yeah, I can work with that. Let's do it. All right. And just like the Shrouded Ghost in Sea of Thieves, it's something I can't have right now. 
You should have sailed with us that one day. We yeah, that one day you had a full crew. I should have sailed with you. You should have. Uh, you should. You should. I don't know. You should. I was in the chat. I saw it happen. Yeah. You should. I don't know. You should have uh, gotten Dre banned and and then joined the <laughs> <laughs> reported them. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, look that's on you all right it's not my fault mm, i've only been playing for however long the game's been out i'll see one eventually it wasn't in the game when it launched i mean give yourself how some do credit. you know because ah, i know i know things yeah 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 whatever i i i i am an expert of not much but when it comes to the dku i do mm. know a bit Okay, I'll give you that one. That's fair. Thanks. Um, I, you know, I'd rather be a master of that than, you know, trying to specialize in every game series and then just falling flat on my face. So, speaking of every other game series, the long wait was <laughs> finally over this week as Nintendo announced on Monday that there would be a Nintendo Direct Tuesday. And it was Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. for me, 7 a.m. for you, Gibbon, which... Yep. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> now, I got to complain a little bit. And I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 this isn't me complaining about what they revealed, about the games they showed. It's me complaining about Nintendo Directs. I'm over it. I am so done with the... Uh, oh, oh, okay. This isn't really on Nintendo. This is more on the culture that sprung up around it, but... The multi-week long period leading up to a Nintendo Direct, where we've got fake leaks about a Nintendo Direct happening. Like, uh-huh. what, what possesses you to make people think there's going to be a, a Nintendo Direct one day when you have no knowledge to that? And then it's just like, oh, maybe there'll be a Nintendo Direct next week. Maybe there'll be a Nintendo Direct next week. Oh, maybe next week. And I'm like, you know what? How about we just wait? And when they announce it, then there'll be a Nintendo Direct. Why do we care so much? Why? I don't know. This, this is just me. It, it gets you ad revenue. People come visit you and give you, you attention. You know, they could just strike up a... Uh, a partnership, a friendship even, with famous Gulf Coast uh, country rock folk pioneer Jimmy Buffett, and then they don't need ad revenue from things like YouTube. Well, we can't all have sugar daddies. <laughs> well, anyway, I I, I get, like, I, and it's always trending on Twitter, and I'm just, and I want to be snarky, I, I want to piss on people's cornflakes but i don't do it because i don't want to lower myself but it really is just really this like can't you just enjoy the games you have right now and instead of hoping they're going to like show a trailer for something else and then they only nintendo this is on nintendo they only give you 24 hours notice uh some you know it's like hey i've got a life I I can't just drop everything because you say there's going to be Nintendo Direct at this sliding time scale on a given day. You know, it it might be convenient for me. It might not be convenient for me. This time it definitely wasn't convenient for me. I don't think it was convenient for anyone. And I'm like, why do they do this? Why why don't they say, hey, next week we're going to have a Nintendo Direct. In two weeks we're going to have a Nintendo Direct. Why the boom coming tomorrow? Get ready. Because how are you going to get ready for that? You can't unless you you like you you are self-employed or you 
you know, don't have any commitments or obligations or doctor's appointments, then, you know, you can't possibly be ready for that. Well, here's the thing. This is a way bigger deal to us than it is to them. I know they don't care about us. I know they don't care about <laughs> making sure I didn't, that I didn't say that the Donkey Kong vibe. They don't. They don't view this as as big a deal as some people. Yeah, but the the entire culture that sprung up around it. You have to be there for it. You have to be at the ready, especially if you run a Donkey Kong themed uh, web empire. You've got to, you know, you, you've got to be on top of things in case something drops. And stuff did but drop. But while Donkey Kong is a dead franchise, we shouldn't have anything to worry about. That's true. That's where the land shark comes in handy. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I I'm tired of it. And, and I, say, I feel like I say this every time there's a Nintendo Direct now, how tired of it I am. But... In all honesty, I'm just a little burned out, even with the direct presentation style, because you've Mm -hmm. got uh, Koizumi, right? And then if he isn't doing the lead-in to what's coming up next, if he doesn't say, now look at this, then it's the disembodied guy with a PowerPoint presentation, right? Doing Doing the, like, slides, like, and when it's the PowerPoint guy doing the slides, you feel like you can sort of mentally check out like halfway which i don't feel like is fair to those games and and i i don't know it, i i feel like the, they re- need to rethink the whole way they roll this stuff out it's just it, it's old it's tired and i feel like it does m- most of these third party games and lower budget games a disservice actually by being a part of something where they're going to get drowned out in Nintendo's own news cycle by the stuff Koizumi uh, presents. Yeah. That's my main issue with the direct stuff is, is like the directs cover a lot of things, but there's going to be like two or three things. Tops are going to be the things everyone talks about and that everything else is, yeah, just lost in the signal noise I I've greatly enjoyed the past half year or so where there haven't been any major directs <laughs> and they've just done, they've just done like singular YouTube or Twitter announcements or a press release or something about like, Hey, look, this new Kirby side game's coming out. That's all we're going to talk about for a month and it can get its due press time yeah. or they'll maybe have like a partner showcase or an indie spotlight that gives some some time in the limelight to those third parties without like a Zelda or something overshadowing them or what have you or like hey the new Xenoblade's coming out let's do a direct that's just about that and sure. that's all we're going to talk about and yeah that I I don't see what's wrong with that I don't see why everyone is just like well that doesn't count we need a big direct that talks about things for an hour and then we're gonna only harp on like one of them and complain about what they didn't talk about yeah I I, I agree like I, I made a joke about the farming uh, simulations I'm fine with that you know really it's just mm-hmm. the, the it's like a you know e3 rolls around well it used to roll around once a year and I, I'm pretty much fine with the Nintendo Direct concept in the context of E3, but removed from E3, I feel like you're just creating that little mini 
hype cycle for that week in these directs, and I don't think it really works outside of the context of a big game festival, game reveal festival, you know? Um, That's one of the reasons I'm glad they only announced them like a day ahead of time. I can't imagine how insufferable a whole week or two of that would be. (laughs) But I do agree with your point about the smaller dollops of news. I mean, it takes me back to the way things used to be. You know, I I, I look back in the N64 days, uh, GameCube days even, you know, outside of E3, you would have stuff just just dropped. Oh, oh hey, mm-hmm. we're announcing this game. And it'd be a delightful yep. surprise. Um, yeah. Like, back in the day, uh, late N64, you would have games announced on Nintendo's website or Rare's website, if it, if it was a Rare developed mm-hmm. game. And, yeah, it, it would just be like, whoa, oh, we got a game announcement. That's awesome. I mean, that's the way Donkey Kong 64 was revealed. It was uh, New Year's Day, 1999. And there there was no, like, I mean, granted, you know, this was in the age of dial-up mostly, so we weren't, you know, watching 40-minute directs. But, you know, we we weren't even watching YouTube videos because YouTube wasn't a thing then. But... it was it was just as exciting in its own way. And if you weren't necessarily a fan of all the stuff shown off, then you didn't have to worry about that. You don't have to focus on it. You could just gravitate towards your own thing. And hey, anyway, that's just me being a bitter old man about Nintendo Directs and how, right there with you. how um, the whole culture and the whole hype cycle around them, even before they're announced or real just the the fake rumor mongering around them i i'm done with it it's it's i i just want to like detach myself unfortunately i can't because again running a donkey kong universe website can't really escape nintendo directs yeah and then just whenever like those leaks get something wrong. People got themselves hyped up for it. Like this last one, mm-hmm. people were going on about like, oh, this will be where they announce the Metroid Prime remakes that obviously exist. And uh, there's going to be a Kid Icarus Uprising remake. So that's cool. Can't wait to talk about that in official capacity. And then none of that was there. Wait, and wait, just you, a lot of you, people going, where the hell was that? What are you talking <laughs> about? I, I heard that the MP trilogy was coming to Nintendo Switch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, well, <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> so, look, we're going to take our W's, which is what I call wins, where we can get them. <laughs> and this wasn't, in all honesty, this was not a terrible Nintendo Direct for no, DKU fans. I mean, I'm just talking about for DKU fans. I'm not even talking about, like, the, the Zelda stuff or if you're into Pikmin or, or whatever. If you're just a DKU fan like me... This was still a pretty okay direct, you know, uh, if you went in with absolutely, you know, unrealistic expectations or thought that, hey, the the DK game was going to get announced, then yeah, you would have been disappointed. Fortunately, I had zero expectations and I was fairly pleased, except, you know, I had to brace myself for the inevitable backlash that comes when the DK game is <sighs> announced, but... I don't know. I, I I feel like this was pretty good. This, this was this was pretty good. We've had worse. We've had far worse than this, and we got some exciting news. I, I would yeah, say. Yeah, we did. So, so let's let's start with the big banner headline 
for DKU fans. And that is that Diddy Kong and Pauline, I'm not forgetting Pauline, Gibbon. Pauline. Thank you. Diddy Kong and Pauline are in, are, are coming to Mario Strikers Battle League in yeah. the second wave of free DLC. They look good. Diddy looks great. I mean, I, I, I will let you speak to Pauline and how she looks, but Diddy, he 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 looks fantastic. Uh, I love I love mm-hmm. the way he's animated. I love that his cartwheel is in there. Um, it's, it's usually my only gripe when Diddy's in these games if they don't capture any of the quintessential Diddiness of Diddy. You know, mm-hmm. w- when he's just like a stock monkey character and he doesn't mm-hmm. incorporate any of his moves or personality from. The games, you know, he he spawns from. Uh, and so the cartwheel alone made me happy, but he looks great. And yeah, considering one of my biggest gripes with Battle League back when it came out has been the inability to really create and craft a team that that feels like it makes sense for me. Like it's it's fine to like, oh, I'm gonna partner Donkey Kong with Wario, Waluigi, Yoshi, or, or Luigi, or, or Daisy, or, or whatever. Daisy now that she's in the game, but mm-hmm. you know, it's fine. But I I wish there was a wider, deeper bench of characters so you could really you know tailor something for your taste and for my taste be a donkey kong themed team and having diddy there and pauline even if she's really more of a mario character now um historically still linked um that really helps fill out the roster a long way and really makes me just more emotionally invested in the game because hey i like i i like more of the characters now i'm excited about more of the cast now and i it's it's small it's superficial even but hey it works for me so yeah i'm happy about this i i do have to wonder aloud why diddy is suddenly on the table for for this but never showed up for mario golf super rush I don't know. The inconsistency of Diddy appearances is is one of the baffling question marks. Yeah, who knows? Of, of the Mario sports games. Pauline's kind of getting the same treatment there. It's kind of like, oh man, she's showing up inside stuff. So she's going to be in this new thing, right? No? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only thing I can fig- figure is it has really nothing to do with wanting Diddy in the game, but wanting a speedy, nimble character and thinking hey the monkey will do um eh. i mean that's fine if that's it if that's fine if it's <laughs> if it's purely gameplay the reason diddy's in this and not in the last mario golf game whatever i mean what whatever gets him in there happy to he have him in there for cheating with the plastic fingers <laughs> you know they sell them in the mushroom kingdom though it shouldn't be outlawed i don't know mm. stupid Stupid rules. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe Diddy went to play for that new Saudi-backed golfing tournament. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, you know, Diddy Diddy wouldn't do that. Diddy Diddy wouldn't no. take the uh, Saudi money. So anyway, um, there's also with Diddy and Pauline, we got new uh, new uniforms new costumes accoutrements i don't know how you want to describe these but we've got yeah. barrel uh barrel, barrel uniforms 
uh, uniforms made out of pieces of barrel, which uh, I love. I, I love this little. Yeah, they're pretty great. They remind me of the old cartoons where somebody's clothes are missing, so they have in a barrel. Yeah, and considering you know most Kongs have half their clothes missing at all times, you would think they would have uh, come up with this much sooner. Uh, yeah, I, I I I love the way Diddy looks in the barrel. Uh, they released <laughs> they released artwork for it, the little scratchy, sketchy artwork uh mm-hmm. of diddy and he's in the yellow barrel uniform and it looks great i i love whenever diddy's in yellow i feel like yellow is honestly my preferred look for him i i prefer mm-hmm. yellow diddy over red diddy um the hero mode diddy and i guess what was it i kind of think i preferred dk in yellow these days too his skylanders look was one of the yeah. Best looks for him in years. I was actually thinking of Donkey Kong in his evil Knievel jumpsuit in Skylanders when I yeah. saw Diddy in this yellow barrel uniform because, yeah, it's a very similar aesthetic. I think Kongs just look great in yellow in general. Or at least Donkey and Diddy do. Like, I think I would keep Dixie in pink. I think that suits her. Uh, and if to- Nintendo ever did lasting uh, character redesigns these days and wouldn't be a bad direction to go in i don't think they've redesigned any characters since 2003 (laughs) link link gets redesigned every generation okay but that's 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 different because that's a different link every time yeah 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 Yeah. yeah. so anyway yeah i'm excited about this and this update is is it coming later this month i believe I believe so, yes. Yeah, so we don't have long to wait for it. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll even do a mini at some point delving Ooh. into Diddy in uh, Battle League just, just to see how he plays and, and how the game now feels that it's a little bit more suitable for my very particular taste. So I suppose I should get around to buying that game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I bought it because I had to do a conversation about it. Which is also why you know, my stack of Switch games I haven't played yet is getting kind of tall. So. Oh, I've got, you should see my stack behind me. It, it's almost over my lamp at this point, and oh, God. I've played most of them, but there's still some games in their uh, shrink wrap, and I'm like, hmm, yeah. So anyway, uh, that that's the I guess banner headline news for DKU fans, but mm-hmm. for Rare fandom in general. There's oh, yeah. there's even bigger news. The the big news for Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pack and also Xbox is yeah. that GoldenEye 007 is finally coming to Xbox and also Nintendo Switch. Surprise. Yeah. That was very surprising. And the uh the Switch version by uh dint of being on nso will have online multiplayer functionality and the xbox version is the one that got accidentally revealed ages ago that's got like improved graphics and stuff but does not have online multiplayer but does not have online multiplayer. so it's yeah. a bit of give or, give or take there if you if you have a switch and an xbox kind of best of both worlds so, yeah, yeah the, the whole it seems like the whole reason and this is just me speculating nakedly, but it seems like the whole reason this was not announced back during the not E3 Xbox was it the, the Xbox and Bethesda presentation back in June mm. was because they're waiting for a dual announcement with Nintendo 
And because Nintendo didn't really do anything until September, they didn't reveal it until now. That's just my speculation because it it was very much uh, tit for tat with Nintendo because immediately when Nintendo announced this, Rare announced that it was coming for Xbox. And then, you know, so. Yeah. You know, and I have to say, when, when they were going through the coming soon to Nintendo Switch Online uh, plus expansion pack, I, I, you know, I was going through all the games and we'll talk about mm-hmm. s- some of the rest here. But when they got to the end and they were like hyping up like the, the big reveal. So it, it cut the black mm-hmm. and there was kind of this ambient cord, like this long cord. Mm-hmm. And I swear, Gibbon. I, th- this is just the way my brain operates. I w- thought it was queuing up the bit from Diddy Kong Racing where Wizpig's ship comes back down to Earth at the end. And he starts well, laughing. Well, we were sailing, a, yeah, sailing. We were sharing a single brain cell at the time because that's what I was expecting. Okay, to. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Um. <laughs> because, and I was like, wow, that's a very esoteric reference for this Nintendo Direct to pull out. That should please. Well, well. It wouldn't be completely out of left field. Like, they recreated the old Donkey Kong Country commercials when they revealed Donkey Kong Country was coming to SSI. I know, I know, I know. I I can't talk, apparently. No, I I, I realize that. And, you know, maybe I I, uh, exaggerate how obscure some of this stuff is. And I was like, well, they would never do that. You know, you look at the way they revealed Banjo and Kazooie in Smash, and that was just a big celebration of the shared connection to Donkey Kong. But well, what you got to realize is a lot of the people making these things these days are like our age and yeah. grew up with this stuff. So <laughs> I re- I realize that, but you know, Diddy Kong Racing it just gets more and more obscure every year. The, f- yeah. the farther removed we are from people actually being able to leave, the further we get from God's light. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. You know, I, I was probably the only person on Earth who was disappointed because I, I fully thought it was Wizpig ship coming down and then polygonal Pierce Brosnan struts out and I'm just like, oh, and I'm like, oh, that's still pretty cool. But I got myself so hyped for just a second that the <laughs> one game I want on this service more than any other game, uh, I, I feel like I got teased and and then... Uh, then the foreplay was quickly done, and and it was just uh, close came back on. No, it was it was disappointing though. I would say that the only rare game that we got announced for NSO was GoldenEye because yes, I did want Diddy Kong Racing. I wanted Banjo Tooie. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. don't want to get only one rare game on the service per year, yeah. or or maybe two rare games per year. I I want them to pull a Star Fox two and release a finished dinosaur planet. Oh, that's that's never gonna happen. I'm sorry. Shush! You shut your face. The the problem is Star Fox two was finished and Dinosaur Planet was never finished in its final form. The ROM we have was not finished. I yeah, I got nothing to stand on. You're right. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, it, it it was pretty far along. I wouldn't say it was finished, and to for. To invest the capital into finishing no, the N64 I've, I've game. I played that beta. Like, it was pretty far along, but you're right. It was still kind of choppy. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, look, I'm, I'm not going to get so inside my own head here, inside my own fan community, that I'm not going to say that GoldenEye isn't obviously the biggest fucking deal you could 
pull yeah, out that's of the, a pretty big deal <laughs> the, out of the entire rare library from that era yes it is the most vitally important game to video game history to mm-hmm. just just overall like how many people are still fan of it i realize that and it, it's the most influential game from that library and it's the one that's been tied up in rights issues that would make diddy kong racing blush because with Diddy Kong Racing, you've got the weird you know, thing that it is a rare owned game with mm-hmm. Nintendo licensed characters and a Nintendo licensed title. And yeah. it, it's just very confusing to people. But with GoldenEye 007, you've also got Eon Productions, the rights holders yeah. to the Bond movies, who, you know, along with Microsoft and Nintendo have to work something out. And Eon is famously strict about their depictions of james bond because they frown they frown on former bonds being uh being promoted and hyped over the incumbent bond so during the entirety of the daniel craig era you would not see like former bonds in video games like that's the reason why the goldeneye remake starred Daniel Craig's bond and not Pierce Brosnan even though it makes no sense to his character so you know, we are between bonds right now. Daniel Craig has hung up the tuxedo. And so that really makes this the time to strike. The 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 only time. Like, we were just talking mm-hmm. in the DK Vine Inner Circle the other day about this. And they made that From Russia With Love game starring Sean Connery. Uh, right, they, they started development of it right after Brosnan announced he was done with James Bond. And then they're like, we can make a Sean Connery game. <laughs> and, and that let's I, be honest though if sean connery says hey i'm gonna come back and do a bond thing they would have released it whenever i mean maybe but they they are very strict about this so this is the only time we could probably get goldeneye legally released again was between bonds so not mm. not only did they take that opportunity but we got it dual platform which is something i didn't even expect like i didn't ever think this was going to be on Nintendo Switch. I thought this was going to be a big draw for uh, Gamer Pass on Xbox. I, I didn't think yeah. this was going to be something further greasing the friendship between Nintendo and Rare. That's that's incredible. I'm really liking these collabs going on. I, I think this is actually a good omen. I, I was disappointed that there weren't more Rare titles there, but I think if we see GoldenEye, I think Every rare game, Sans Conquers Bad Fur Day and Mickey Speedway USA is probably on the table for appearing on Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack. I don't see any reason why we wouldn't. I'd argue for Bad Fur Day, but now it's got some pretty problematic stuff in it. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like Nintendo's obviously had arguably more mature games on their system since Conquers Bad Fur Day and that whole kerfluffle around its release. But. I think the problem with Conker's Bad Fur Day is the way it executed uh, its mature themes and also the mm-hmm. fact that it is a cartoony squirrel and a cartoony world. And Nintendo probably has concerns about lulling the impressionable children and families into this honey trap. <laughs> you know, um, Actually, I don't think any of that would be the problem, realistically speaking. I was kind of pointing out the problematic stuff, but I don't actually think that would keep it off the system i think what would keep it off the system are the the uh skirting the legal issue parodies within the game because it 
it they're not so much parodies as it recreates scenes from Hollywood properties wholesale within the game. Yeah, but it's not like the Conqueror's Bad Fur Day is verboten these days. I mean, it was on Rare Replay, you know, in 2015. That's true. That's so, true. I, I, oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I very much doubt. we. If we do see it on Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack, I will buy you a case of Ghostfish Meteor Shower Blonde Ale. Was it? Ooh. Um, yeah, close enough. Okay. So I, I will I will close enough. I think that was pretty spot on considering I just pulled that. Yeah, memory. that is the name of the ale. So okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh so anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, close enough. I like how you don't even give me credit when I get something exactly right. It's like close enough. Uh, right. Uh, this is why I have complex complexes. This oh, is why I I, I, I doubt I'm myself sorry. all the time. Oh my god. I nothing I do it. is I'm good sorry. enough. <laughs> so <laughs> If we see Conquer, I will buy you a case of whatever I just said. But I, I, I very much doubt we will, and I doubt we'll see yeah. the Speedway USA because Disney. Unfortunate, but true. I don't know. They're they're doing a lot of uh, re-releases of their old games these days, so we could see not some like of their it's, old not rare like rare, stuff. it's not like Rare and Disney don't have a relatively recent relationship. So true, yeah. So we could. But, like, I wouldn't hedge my bets on it. So. Yeah. It's also worth pointing out that GoldenEye 007 will be free on the Xbox for those who own a digital copy of Rare Replay. And I'm really not sure what that means. Uh, it means if you own it digitally, okay, you, but you get it for free. Here's the thing. I, but, thought, I thought that, like, the way the Xbox One worked was that you're just downloading the games from the disc and then you essentially have a digital copy. I don't know. I don't have an Xbox One. Okay. <laughs> so I, I'm not sure what would differentiate having a disc version of Rare Replay versus having a digital copy. But Oh, I do know the answer to that question. It's okay. the, the authentication check. If you have a disc, it authenticates off the disc. And if you have a digital copy, there's a signature in the install that says, hey, this is a digital copy, so you need to check the authentication off of the servers rather than looking for a disc. So, All right. Well, I guess I'm just buying GoldenEye then on the Xbox. Because <laughs> I got the disc. Because I wanted yeah. to have the disc. Anyway. I, I have them both, so. Uh, so, look. Well, I only have them both because Rare Replay digital copy is like $5 right now. Oh. So. All right. Well, then, if it's cheaper to do that than just buy GoldenEye off the service, then yeah, sure. But I also have Game yeah. Pass, but so what, what am I talking about? True. Yeah. There you go. I never use Game Pass, so. No. Yeah. It would give me an excuse. So anyway, that's that's cool. And, you know, it, it'll be cool to play, you know, online matches on the Switch. Yeah. So that, that'll be pretty refreshing and something I've never done before. So um, it's also worth pointing out that we are getting other DKU games or rather DKU games in general since GoldenEye is not DKU, DK yeah. mode notwithstanding. Yeah, yeah. Mario Parties 1, 2, and 3, Uno, Dos, and Trace, are coming to the service uh, throughout this year and next year. So Yes, Mario Party 1 and 2 will be later this year. Mario Party 3 will be next year. And again, uh, because it's NSO, you'll be able to play those online with friends. And that's pretty exciting when you consider that only Mario Party 2 has been available digitally 
at all. Like Mario Party 1 and 3 have not been available. At least they weren't available on the Wii U. I'm not sure yeah. if they were on the uh, Wii Virtual Console. But it it's, um, you know, Mario Party 1 had the infamous mini games where you yeah. spin the controller yeah. stick. And for that they reason... They brought some of those back in the latest, like, greatest hits one. And it's like, what were you thinking? <laughs> I mean, that's that's been the reason bandied about why we haven't seen the original Mario Party resurface digitally. Um, I I don't know if like those mini games are going to be intact exactly as they were, or if they nerfed them so people don't damage their controller and hand. I mean, I know the um, yeah, the Joy Cons have enough trouble these days, you know, the, maintaining their integrity, but. You know, it, it, uh, you know, I as much as I rag on Mario Party, I have a lot of affection for those original three games, especially that first game. I know everybody else prefers two or three, but for me, Mario Party One was the one where it felt fresh and unique, and we got a Donkey Kong board, damn it, and <laughs> it had golden bananas in it, and. I don't know. I, I just love everything about the original Mario Party, except for, you know, some of the mini games and, you know. How yeah, long pretty much. But yeah, I it, played it a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's it's cool. I'm I'm glad that they are you know widening the net. I just wish they would pick up the pace with releases. It's very lackadaisical. The, the amount of N64 games they are putting on a service. And I don't know, like I said... They've been doing about one a month. I know, that's what I'm saying. That's lackadaisical. They could do a couple a month. I mean, Mm. I don't want there to just be one rare game per year, as I said. I I don't want to get to the point where we run out of time on the Switch and then the successor system comes and then we just start all over again and we lost our chance Mm. to get Diddy Kong Racing back or to have the N64 version of Banjo-Tooie so I, I worry about these things. I, I want to be optimistic and say Nintendo wouldn't just start everything over again. <laughs> <laughs> but every time I even start that sentence, that happens. The so, laughter erupts from your soul. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Just even if there's nobody else around, I can hear God laughing at me. Yeah. For sure. I hear that all the time when I tell people what I do for a living. So Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Now this this is something this is something that I feel like didn't need to be in the direct. This was definitely just uh this could have been yeah. just a regular Tuesday news drop. This didn't need to be wrapped up to like stretch out the Nintendo Direct. Because there wasn't a lot of news. They were like, Wave 3 is coming for Mario Kart Deluxe Booster Course Pass. Yep. And we're going to tell you two of the, two of the what? Eight. eight tracks? Yeah. All right. Thanks, Nintendo Direct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was doing the news summary for the site on this. And I'm like, yeah. oh, man, what are the eight tracks? I only see pictures from two of them. <laughs> what? Oh, Okay. Yeah, when I, when I was, like, recapping everything, because, you know, a lot of this doesn't really sink in. Um, it doesn't really just gel in your brain until long after. So when I was, oh, like... it certainly go- didn't gel in my brain. So when I was going back through and trying to figure out, I was like, wait, did they really only announce two tracks? All right. Yep. So those two tracks, by the way, are Merry Mountain, originally mm-hmm. seen in Mario Kart Tour, uh, for more on... That relationship between Mario Kart or Mario Kart Tour and the 
a booster course pass, please listen to the recent conversation episode that Cameron and I did on the subject. But uh, Merry Mountain is a holiday season themed track. And and I I just want to say to that, it's just one more Diddy Kong Racing innovation that Mario Kart is trying to pass off as its own. Yeah. Yeah. There's also going to be Peach Gardens from Mario Kart DS, which I vaguely re- remember. I uh, I don't know. I skipped several generations of Mario Kart. I, I think Peach Gardens is just like in the courtyard of her castle rather than going through her castle. Mm-hmm. But not the Lots court- of shrubbery. But, but, but not the like castle grounds from Royal Raceway that everybody remembers that modern Mario Kart won't even let you race on. Hmm. Or just drive around on. Anyway, yeah, we'll we'll follow the news as Man, far as I I jump. I had too much speed and took a ramp and jumped too high and Lakitu caught me and put me back on the course in a different spot. And it's like, holy shit, man! Lighten up a little bit. Yeah, they don't they don't let you have any fun in modern Mario Kart. They don't let you explore. They don't let you go off road. They don't let you. Try to break the game in delightful ways like we used to back on Mario Kart 64. <sighs> Still a really fun game, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it, I mean, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is, or just Mario Kart 8 in general, is the best Mario Kart game probably ever. Mm-hmm. But I can still complain about things it doesn't get right, which is that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll, we'll learn what the other six tracks are eventually. But, uh... Miyamoto popped up, uh, and and you know when he shows up, you're like, oh, you know, this is gonna be a like uh, a megaton announcement. This is going to be something. really. You still expect megaton announcements when Miyamoto's on screen? Well, you think he's going to talk about the Mario movie? Maybe we'll get a trailer at long last. You think he's going to talk about Super Nintendo World, which as Donkey Kong fans, we are heavily invested in right now because right now they are constructing the Donkey Kong half. Yes, half. It's basically another half Mm -hmm. of the park all dedicated to Donkey Kong in uh, Osaka right now. But yeah. He, he he mentioned both. He said, yeah, we got that going on and we got Super, yeah. N- Super Nintendo World and mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about either one of those today. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to talk about a uh, Pikmin mobile game that's been out for half a year. Oh, has it been and out then, for uh, half a year? It's been out for a hot minute. Oh, I, I thought he was announcing it. That's how much. I no, think. that game's been out for a while. Oh, all right. He didn't even announce anything new about it. He just said, hey, yeah, here are the features of this game that's already out. Well, he also revealed Pikmin 4. Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, by the way, Pikmin 4 is real. And refused to elaborate and left, as the meme goes. Yeah. Um, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for showing that was up. A weird Miyamoto segment. Weird energy, yeah. I, 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 I couldn't Oh, get... right, new shirts. There were new t-shirts, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. God damn it, Miyamoto. I'm still angry at him about Project Giant Robot, whatever. So, yeah, if you were hoping for anything about the Mario movie or the theme park, yeah, we're going to have to wait a little bit longer for any elaboration or official word on on those but mm. yeah so so that that was kind of like well 
all right. Uh, that that's kind of where I checked out. I was like, we're probably not gonna get. <laughs> I'm probably not gonna get anything. Uh, that that's gonna interest me because I was not expecting a Donkey Kong reveal at during this at all. And mm-hmm. I I knew if it was gonna end with anything, it would be the Breath of the Wild sequel. Which hey, I was right. But yep. um, I'm sure there are things from the direct other things that may have fancied you being someone of wider taste and experiences uh, than me. Yeah, you're right. Um <laughs> to be honest, I don't re- actually remember a whole lot of the direct. Um I was taking notes during it. I wrote up some news articles for the site and then I uh went into the hospital and was there for most of the day. Uh, no, so I, I fortunately, that, somebody else wrote much better notes than me, so I was able to. I know, look I know through. the Nintendo Direct <laughs> was disappointing, but I didn't think it was getting <laughs> sent to the hospital disappointing. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, I actually really, really like the Direct. Um, aside from the Pikmin Four and uh, Tears of the Kingdom, which is the Breath of the Wild sequel news, uh, we I, also I, got uh, some. So, so, can I just say I keep calling it Tears <laughs> of Heaven in my brain? And Why? I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. It's a neat title. Um, I, I guess the Eric Clapton song? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Um, they announced they're bringing golf to Nintendo Sports, which I'm actually kind of excited about, because uh, my favorite Mario Golf was on the N64 when it was just golf and didn't have any of the crazy stuff going on. Uh, we got some more news on the next wave of Xenoblade Chronicles 3 content. And Splatoon 3 content, and it first post launch Splatfest. Uh, there's a new Fire Emblem, I guess. Uh, there's always <laughs> a new Fire Emblem. That's you no, know, that's not always true. Uh, this one looks kind of neat. They're they're doing sort of a if if you're aware of Fire Emblem Heroes on mobile, that does the sort of has all the old characters returning to help out the new unique main character. It's kind of doing that thing, except it's on console, uh, and the character's very bright and colorful. I don't know. It's interesting. Um, I got the impression this one's sort of a anniversary game of some sort, hence the all the throwbacks and whatnot. So, yeah, I enjoyed the last Fire Emblem. I haven't actually played that many. My most recent partner is a big Fire Emblem fan and got me to sit down with three houses. So, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so that's exciting to some people. There were a bunch of other uh, smaller announcements, some ports and whatnot. But those are my highlights. There's a SpongeBob game. Oh, right. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> that's, that's all. I was, I was trying to remember. I was like, oh, what didn't she mention? Um... I didn't mention a lot. I'm not joking about not remembering a lot of these things. I was looking through a summary. And it's like, holy cow. I announced a lot of stuff. I don't know what it uh, is about these things, but I feel like my brain like goes into sleep mode whenever I'm watching anything. And, and I have this problem when I see a new trailer. For, for even something I'm very, very invested in, I can't process what I'm seeing. I, I remember like the, the most distinct example of this that I can recall is when they revealed Tropical Freeze during E3 mm. 2013. And I, for the life of me, could only remember vague images from the trailer immediately after. I, mm. I, I went, I got, a, I took a shower after just, you know, uh, 
to cool myself down after getting mm-hmm. turned on so much. And yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was like, wait, there was jet with their jelly cubes. And did Donkey Kong fall out <laughs> of the spaceship at the beginning? What's happening? And I had it to go It sounds back. like a Seinfeld bit where Kramer sticks his head out of the shower. Wait, were there jelly cubes? So, you know, I, I had to go back. The only thing I really remembered was I want to say, and Dixie Kong's back as a playable character. And uh, uh, everything else was just kind of white noise because whenever I'm I'm just being bombarded by excitement, then I can't absorb what I'm seeing. Or when I'm just kind of paralyzed by uncertainty, like I am for most Nintendo Directs, then I can't mm. absorb what I'm witnessing. So again, another reason why Nintendo Directs do not work as I mean, a news distribution yeah. outlet. My excuse is that I was vibing on painkillers for the whole thing. Uh, I haven't mentioned the like five or six different farming sims with touches of JRPG thrown in for flavor. That's, that's low the, hanging uh, fruit. Yeah, it's the the Kirby Return to Dreamland port or uh, any of the they announced Octopath Traveler 2 and some other games from that Square Enix sub studio. There, there's a lot of stuff going on. So. Yeah, yeah, there was. And what wasn't going on is going to be something we're going to have to discuss. <sighs> Do we have to? Yeah, we actually? must. We must, what? actually. No, because, no we could we, just end it here. We, no, we must <sighs> because people Fine. expect it. And also, I feel like we just need to comment on this a bit. We actually have a phone call to kick things off. So let's play the call and then we will just get into, hey, where's Donkey Kong? Hello, Conversation. This is Kevin Folgers here, also known as Gothic Teddy Bear, and I decided to cut to the point right away. We're going to be doing a little math today to discuss how many years it's been since DK's development and why it's not been revealed yet. And here to join me is none other than the math wizard himself, DK Jr. Oh, hey, Nintendo, what's up? What? Can't use Jr.? The buyout? Only one thing. Okay, well, it turns out we're not using DK Jr. Um, so let's hand it over to the math with himself, Kevin Callahan. Take it away, Kevin Callahan. Hey, what's happening, y'all? Kevin Callahan. You know, I ain't doing too great these days. Not only did Diddy Kong Racing 2 end up being a bust, my wife kicked me out of the house and took custody of my kids. And the monster game just dissolved into some weird mobile studio. But I'm here to still be the math whiz to tell you how to do the math. So, uh, Donkey Kong Switch game started development in 2018, as the rumors have suggested. But Tears of the Kingdom and Bayonetta 3, they started development in late 2017, and they're only just being released in the upcoming months ahead. So... It takes years to make these games. And so, and you know what? You on a point there, Kevin. Uh, I'm going to take over from here. No, that's the, that's the do the math section with Kevin Callahan. Let me um, shorten it for you. The problem is, is that games get these perceived notions that they go through development hell or don't exist because they get the title cards too early. I mean, look at Metroid Prime 4. That was nowhere near ready for reveal and gameplay-wise in 2017, and then Retro had to restart that. You know, but if a game gets revealed and released in the same year, 
then people will never have the stigma of it was in development hell because they never knew any better. Unfortunately, for the new Donkey Kong game, the rumors spilled out in 2021 by zippity doo and whoever the hell it was. But I almost wish it hadn't because um, it puts us in a weird hook. Nobody will believe the game's coming because Nintendo officially did not show us a title card. and But the rumors will still say it's coming, but there's nothing to base it off of. The game was not ready to be shown in 2021. Now I kind of wish Nintendo did show us a title card like they did with Bayonetta 3 and Metroid Prime 4 because at least even if people thought the game was going through quote-unquote development hell, which is just the typical five-year development cycle, if not development hell, they would still at least accept the game's coming. Friends, good things are coming all around. We just need to be a little more patient. Thank you, Kevin Callahan. Oh, and Kevin hit the three-minute mark. What happens when you fill your call with too much shtick, Kevin? Uh, Thank you for the call. Speak softly and carry a big shtick. Uh, so, yeah, I, he, 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 I, he pretty much touched on what I wanted to say, but let's just talk about this. I know you're apprehensive, Gibbon, but we're gonna, yeah, yeah. we're gonna get nope. through. Go for it, go we, for it. We've got to be, uh, the, the gentle ambassadors of Donkey Kong fandom here. Uh, what I will say about the Donkey Kong game, and I said I was done talking about it, and I am done talking about it as far as I do not know anything else about it, and anything Same. else I could say about it would be naked speculation, which people would take to be uh, gospel, because mm-hmm. I, I've spoken on it in the past. I haven't heard anything about this for a couple of years. That does not mean it has been canceled scrapped or any other ludicrous notion that i've heard bandied about even on the dk vine forum yeah i'm looking even when you think i'm not looking uh, <laughs> <laughs> i think it really sucks as uh, kevin alluded to that the story broke as wide as it did when it did even though i guess we were the first people to really discuss it in a public sphere but whatever i don't think that leaker even knew what they were talking about i think it was just a lucky guess on their part well, like, they've only gotten around to just now confirming Pikmin 4, I guess. And, mm-hmm. and even then, they didn't show anything. And it has been three years since they announced the sequel to Breath of the Wild. And only now have we gotten a title and release date. So, And it's still, like, over half a year out. Yeah, yeah. Eight and, months away. And yeah. don't even get me started on Metroid Prime 4. All right. Mm -hmm. And yeah, as they mentioned, Bayonetta 3 went through a similar thing. Yeah. There seems to be this notion, this this idea that when a game really breaks out into the rumor sphere, um, if it isn't immediately announced at the next direct, then it's not happening. Then it was a hoax. Then Then it was a fabrication or at the very best that... Uh, Nintendo leaked false information to people to, you know, suss out, I don't know, uh, employees that uh, they've suspected as being uh, guilty of corporate espionage. I don't know. but Which, to be fair, has happened. It has happened, yes. But, I don't know. It's an exhausting mentality to have because it's mm-hmm. turned every Nintendo Direct into this uh, battlefield of abject misery. <laughs> so, I mean, 
only if you let that sort of thing get to you. Well, it, it it's hard not to uh, on occasion when you know. It, it, luckily, this one was pretty uh, chill, but the the ones in the past where I would get uh, death threats through email uh, and direct message, I can't speak for your sources. I would just report every single one of those to the FBI. <laughs> They came from the FBI. What's what's a person to do? Oh well, shit. Yeah, the the, the Federal Bureau of Investigation love Donkey Kong. What can I say? I can't speak for your sources, Gibbon, just as you can't speak for mine. But I think it's safe to say that the only reason the both of us really knew any anything to the extent that we did about this game and what's happened with Donkey Kong post-tropical freeze is that the the new donkey kong game for the switch was being developed by a new studio was scrapped entirely and development was moved purportedly internally and had there not been that level of cross-pacific flight for what's been happening with donkey kong i think we would still be in the dark we we kind of got the inside scoop early on what was happening only because of these very strange circumstances that befell it. I, I don't Yeah, basically. I, I wouldn't have heard anything had they just decided to develop it internally. Um and and you know, I, I don't want to um burn my source. So I'm I'm not gonna do that. But you know, that the whole reason I know what happened and when it happened and how it happened is because uh, it, it started on this continent and moved to Japan. And I don't know. I, I think, you know, it's a double-edged sword because we have known what their intentions are for Donkey Kong uh, for, for quite a few years now. And that's been reassuring for us and, and for the rest of, you know, DK Vine. But... There's no way to really convey that reassurance to our audience with without, like, as I said, burning our sources or just mm-hmm. spilling out all the stuff that we would not be at liberty to talk about. And the longer time passes, the more people get restless. I understand that. I get it. But I don't know. I, I, I just wish we could get at this zen-like impasse where we're gonna say hey things are good for donkey kong we don't need to worry about it but what we shouldn't do is work ourselves up in a lather every time there's going to be nintendo direct hoping that they're going to announce it because the truth Mm -hmm. is we don't know when it will be ready as as kevin said you know these things take a while and i think there's this assumption this false assumption that oh it's donkey kong it won't take long to make <laughs> yeah, yeah, haha. As if there's no ambition behind it, as if this is just some cheap thing that they're going to chuck out because it's Donkey Kong who cares. As as if there's no level of artistry or craft behind it, especially building something up from scratch. You know, th- this isn't just taking a pre-existing Donkey Kong engine and making new levels for it. This is something new and something involved and Yeah. And that's assuming it only got restarted the one time. Yes. That they didn't get halfway through development and decide, hey, this really isn't working out. Like, all of this stuff I'm saying isn't 
out of left field. This happens all the time in game development where you right. get like so far along and it's like, oh, well, that didn't work out. Like uh, they, they were very candid in interviews about Metroid Dread. Sakamoto about like hey yeah we tried to make dread like two or three times and we got you know decently far in we got engine tests and gameplay tests and it just wasn't working so we put it back on the shelf for a while and tried something else and came out with a different metroid game same thing could be happening here where they they just had an idea of what they wanted and they got so far into development it didn't work out and they started over again so yeah like even assuming everything just goes correctly it's still like half a decade of work. <laughs> yeah. So, and, yeah. and, you know, the one time I can think of that Nintendo has announced something and then they had to go through this process, as you said, was Metroid Prime 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, they announced it, what, 2017? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, here we are, you know, half a decade later, and we still don't have even a screenshot from it. So, yeah. I don't want to play the game of guessing when it's going to be ready, because as as you said, we don't know. We don't have any information on it at this point. We are as in the dark as you. The only assurance we have is knowing that work has started on it. So I, I definitely don't think they're going to announce it, you know, terribly far out until it's pretty much ready to go. Um, mm-hmm. It would be nice, maybe, to have that load off our minds, to have a a title drop, like a logo or something. I don't think they're mm-hmm. going to do that, though. I, th- I think Metroid Prime 4 was a unique circumstance that doesn't really apply to Nintendo's MO, really, at all. Yeah. And, um, that was that was near the beginning of the Switch's life cycle, and a bunch of other things were announced really early as well. And I think that was just kind of part assurance to various people that, hey, we do have a lot of stuff in the pipeline. Here's a bunch of title drops for things that we're currently working on, just to assure you that this isn't going to be like the Wii U. There is software coming. <laughs> Like, yeah. So. Yeah. And Nintendo really doesn't have that problem right now, do they? They they have no. no. So, you know, with the park in Osaka being complete, or at least being scheduled as being complete in 2024, mm. I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying that's when they're going to time the game because I don't think there's any correlation there, but I do think yeah. we will see a big Donkey Kong-related push around that time. Not necessarily with a game coming out or or ready on the shelves, but I, I think that is really when Donkey Kong will have a greater degree of prominence coming from Nintendo. And it could be before that, you know? It, it could be after that. But I don't think Donkey Kong's big marketing push is going to be taking place until after we get some of these other long-simmering releases out first. And I hmm. just, just that, you know, that's just the way it's going to be. But we also should, I think, take some solace in that, that, yeah, as I said, you know, it, it feels like Fire Emblem or Kirby, you know, has a new game out every other direct mostly, but we're the ones, Donkey Kong fans, hardcore Donkey Kong fans, we're the ones with the big multi-million dollar investment behind us. So relax, like I, this this idea that Donkey Kong is dead 
or that Donkey they're not going to do anything with Donkey Kong. That I don't know if I can believe these rumors anymore coming from DK Vine. I I I just think they're just done with Donkey Kong. Uh, no. Yeah, it makes me laugh whenever people act like the theme park is like an afterthought and not a big important money making thing. <laughs> I feel like it's an intangibility to people because it's so f- remote to them that they can't really perceive it. A game they can perceive, a game they can readily get in their hands. A theme park in Japan for most people, uh, reading our website, listening to our podcast, engaging with us on social media, is is pretty far remote from their day-to-day lives, and so it's just not... Fair enough, but also probably going to pull in more money than all of the last couple decades of Donkey Kong games combined. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's a huge deal, and the fact that they're making this capital investment in Donkey Kong, you know, yeah, it's even even if we didn't have our sources and we weren't tipped off about what's happening with Donkey Kong, Gibbon. I think all you would need is the theme park news to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to be okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Good things are afoot, my friends. And mm-hmm. that's all I can really say on it because I've exhausted what I have to say about this. Yeah. Theme park news, the fact that like Donkey and Cranky and them are in the Mario movie and that there may well be a Donkey Kong solo movie following that just donkey kong showing up in so many other things yeah like i i never personally felt like donkey kong was on the back burner at all he's he's just always been around doing stuff yeah and i i think it's just the very unique circumstances of Mm -hmm. everything post-tropical freeze has been stop start stop start stop start it it's been a it's been a bad hand, but I think ultimately it will be better for the franchise in the long run. So, yeah, we we just got to ride the storm, you know. That's we're we're mm-hmm. used to it at this point, and it's all it always feels darkest before the dawn. I know that's an old cliched hoary saying, but it's mm-hmm. true. I I mean this yeah. this definitely feels like circa 2009 to me when it felt like nintendo would not even acknowledge donkey kong and that was because there was no need to acknowledge donkey kong all that much because they had their big donkey kong announcement queued up for the very next year you know Mm -hmm. so yeah if if we're not hearing about it much if they're not focusing on it much it's because they are waiting for the right time to do it what that right time is who's to say but it certainly wasn't this fucking September Nintendo Direct. So just come <laughs> the hell down and have uh, a land shark. Or a, or, a, or a gluten-free shrouded ghost. This has been a File 2 production. Perico.